Welcome to the Alpha Babes podcast. You're here with the Alpha Babes sisters, Hannah and Mia. Welcome, everyone. This is the first addition to the Alpha Babes podcast. I'll tell you what, I am really, really excited. This is Mia, by the way. Hannah, how are you feeling? I am stoked to be here. I am so excited. If you could see us, we are literally dancing around in Mia's living room <laughs> and loving life. So Loving we're- it. We're here to talk about a really cool topic. So Mia, what is going to be our first episode? Well, we decided that we're going to talk about a really prevalent subject that I think a lot of women can really relate to. I know myself, I've struggled with this in the past. And if I'm to, you know, going to be honest, I think, you know, at times I still still struggle with it. So we've decided that the first, you know, episode that we're going to do is all about body confidence, right? Are we all shaking our heads now going, nodding in agreement? like, uh, yeah, I totally get that. So when we did a little bit of research into this, we went and had a look at the Dove study. So think soap, if you're <laughs> not really uh, familiar. If, if you're listening Dove. from America, this is, <laughs> yeah, body, body soap. Body soap. Anyway, what they did was they did this global study around the world and they spoke about women's body confidence uh, and how it's becoming a critical issue worldwide. What they said was that women hate their bodies more than ever before uh, and it's reaching a critical level. Uh, What was really interesting about this study is that they said that a staggering 89% of Australian women are opting to cancel plans, job interviews or other important engagements simply because they didn't like the way they looked. That's massive, hey? Massive. That's that's really, really scary. Um, I feel really sad hearing that, hey? Like it's... Oh, and I can relate to that. I remember being in my 20s and cancelling, you know, my plans with my boyfriend and friends because I didn't have anything to wear and... It was always really interesting because when he walked into my room, you could tell what type of mood I was in or where my reflection towards my my body was because there were clothes everywhere and it wasn't just because I was messy. I am a little bit messy. but notorious for being messy. (laughs) But it was because I couldn't find anything that I wore that I felt confident in and I just got so depressed and just said, I'm not going out. Yeah, I've been there too. I think the thing that was interesting about this Dove Global um, report was that 10,500 women were interviewed uh, and they took just a basic questionnaire and out of the, what did they say here, out of the 13 countries that were interviewed, Australia, that we were actually in the bottom 20%. I think we, America and actually Canada, had more body confidence than what Australian wow. women did. Really? Yeah. And I, oh I just I thought that that was really interesting. They said that the worst mm. place getter altogether out of all the countries was Japan. That's crazy. With only 8% of women liking the way that they looked. And it really just got me thinking because when we have a look at what body confidence actually is, I really want to break it down because a body confidence or a body image is not actually a look it's actually about how you feel about the way that you look and I think that if we break that down 
there are so many definitions of beauty and with the rise of social media and magazines and even just, you know, looking at your sisters. I can tell you that Mia and I have compared ourselves multiple times in all different areas to each other, but when we actually think about it, it beauty isn't just a one image. However, no. sometimes we've made we're made to feel like we've got to be skinny, blonde hair, you know, today's well, age a lot of things are fake. Oh, absolutely. And that's the thing, like we're constantly you know, bombarded with all these images on social media of what we should look like or that's how it's perceived. Like I know I've definitely been one in the past to, you know, jump on social media or Instagram as you're scrolling and you're like you see all these beautiful women and you're like, oh, well, that's what I should be looking like. And you, it's funny, like you you don't do it intentionally but I think subconsciously we start to think that, that those images is what we need to look like as well. Yeah, so I guess really I think in in saying that is there's not one image of beauty and that is reflective in, you know, what we actually find attractive in somebody else. I mean, if we were to go to another country altogether, you know, we would would find men, um, you know, attracted to, you know, more voluptuous women and that's what turns them on um or if you go to it <laughs> we're just talking about what turns men on right now. <laughs> no you this just is deviated. evolving <laughs> um but you go to a different country and they might find something else completely um different and something else that they're attracted to so it's not a one image even though we're made to feel like that i think the i think the thing that we really want to focus on in this episode is the feeling so when we look at ourselves how do we actually feel about our body? And that's the thing that I really want to highlight because Mia and I are about to share some personal stories of just our own journey with how we feel about our body. Um, Mia's obviously had a baby and that was quite an interesting mm. journey for her around body confidence. Yeah, um, I've been uh, a bit of an athlete in the past and my body changed rapidly and just what that made me feel. So Mia, if I hand over to you and we really look at what was a time in your life where you probably felt the lowest about your body image? Uh, oh, I think it's not just one instance. Mm-hmm. I think that it's definitely, there's been a lot of times where I've, you know, looked in the mirror and just been like, oh, there's is that it? Like, is that as good as I'm going to get? Like, and just be really disappointed because you put in all this work at the gym and then you'd come home and you're like, oh, like, that's it. But I think, you know, there's been some, I think for me, there was one in particular that highlights massively for me. And this is, this came to me as as young as 13. So I grew up um, doing a lot of ballet, a lot of dancing, um, I would perform on stage. I was really heavily into my my dance. And, um, you know, I don't know if anyone else out there has ever done ballet in the past or maybe you have, you know, some your daughter or something does ballet, but you would know that um, the teachers can be quite mean, like they're pretty full on. Anyway, long story short, my teacher at the time came up to me as I was 13 said, oh, look um, – you know, I think you need to just be really careful about what you're eating. You need to, you know, slim down more or less is what she was saying. You need to slim down a little bit. And I just, I remember just going, I, I 
just I don't understand like I didn't understand. Was that probably the first time where somebody really has highlighted you in your yeah, body? So absolutely. Up until that point did you have any sort of conscious understanding that your body was any different to anyone else? No not really. I think that that she that that teacher really highlighted to me oh the way you look is not good enough mm. and then so I straight away started to think oh well I'm not I shouldn't look this way and there's something wrong with me and I need to look skinnier I need to be thinner I need to and you know I I like just found myself really spiraling at that point thinking I was fat thinking I was you know and I was 13 like you think about a 13 year old girl like it's you know that's really really young so for me that was a very um defining moment I think that I from then really found I guess what am I trying to say I guess I really found that I was starting to be self-conscious from that point so when you say that it kind of shifted the way that you looked at your body what were some of the things that you actually um what actions were what behaviors resulted from that one person saying that thing did your diet change oh did yeah you, absolutely I was, did you have more self-hatred just yeah. talk to me a little bit about what was the on flow of that yeah well I think from that point I was more um you know more conscious about what I was eating you know I was didn't want to be eating hot chips and all that sort of stuff um and you know as a kid that's like kind of like you know everyone does that but yeah I was very conscious about what I was eating you know when I would put on my leotard you know to go to classes and everything I found that I wanted to wear more wraps around my waist to cover my belly like I started to really alter the way I dressed um to hide certain body parts um and so I really yeah I I found that I massively started to change the way I dressed and thought about myself really and I think that that's the sad thing and I guess it's what we really want to bring awareness to is the fact that sometimes one person's comment alters our behavior and one of the things that you'll you'll come to learn about myself is that I massively want to be in control in the driver's seat of my own life and not allow other people's opinions or experiences define how I create my life. And so there's always this massive drive in me to be able to get back to that place before that comment was made and just go about my happy way. So thanks, Mia, for sharing that. I know that a lot of girls can absolutely relate to that. Um, You know, and we've got a 13-year-old sister at the moment. Actually, she's just turned 14. Um, and, you know, we're starting to see little things that she's doing and, you know, it's just, it's such a focus for our young girls. Um, and I know that in my own personal life, um, I was incredibly self-conscious as a teenager. Um, I never used to wear anything tight. What age did that start happening? For me, I was really self-conscious probably from about, um, 13 or 14 when I started to develop, um, I pretty much was like a teenage boy and then all of a sudden <laughs> I had big gazungas. Um, you, so you were not big gazungas. No, and then they've deflated. So <laughs> thanks for taking it to that level. Deflated gazungas. Yeah, yeah. I've got two fried eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back on track. Okay. Um, but I developed really quite quickly and all of a sudden I started to get 
attention from the guys. Actually, I can relate to that as well. And that was so embarrassing. So embarrassing. And we were like, yeah, flat-chested boys and then boom, <laughs> we were Gazungas, the Gazunga sisters. Um, <laughs> anyway, let's get back to my main okay, point. Yeah, okay, go. so straight away – I started to get a lot of attention from the opposite sex and I really didn't like it. I was really uncomfortable about it and right away my behaviours changed and I started to, again, dress differently. I wore baggy things. If you could just see my pair of jeans that I wore in my 20s, I think <laughs> the, I think the, uh, the legs were as wide as... As like, like bell bottoms. Like bell bottoms yeah. everywhere. It was not – you couldn't see my figure underneath <laughs> there. I was literally a big cardboard box walking around in clothes. <laughs> um, but I, I just <laughs> – I've evolved. Um, I hated it. I absolutely hated that attention that I was getting. So I tried to, to, um, to hide that. Um, and that for me was probably my first awareness of – you know my body image and really not liking isn't that isn't that sad though at such a young age we've both experienced that you know our body image in a negative light and I think there'd be quite a lot of you out there that would probably be nodding their head in agreement at the fact that that's maybe happened or you've had a similar sort of thing happen to you where you know it's just more and more it gets younger and younger that we start viewing our body in a negative light and I just I hate, I hate that. I hate that, you know, we straight away to the negative instead of appreciating, you know, the way a, a woman's body is made and how, you know, how beautiful we actually really look. Yeah, and I think, I think probably the key, um, like, point in all of this is it's been outside influences that have really impacted on what we've done when it's come to our body image. Uh, it can also be like experiences too. Um, I remember even just my experience from, you know, really getting into the gym. And prior to that, I have a gymnastics background. So I was always heavily into sport. Um, I had like a, a real six pack at eight <laughs> years of age. I'm still trying to get it back <laughs> all these years the later. The long lost six pack from eight years old. That's right. Yep. Anyway, um, I found CrossFit and I absolutely loved it. I became really obsessed with it and if you're anyone who does CrossFit, you'll know that it's a cult. You join the CrossFit (laughs) cult and I'll own that. But I was so excited by it because there were so many things I couldn't do. There was so much mental challenge for me and also a physical challenge as well and it was a really great way to measure your success uh, and also just be a part of an amazing community um, of people. However, really in that experience, um, you know, I joined CrossFit in 2000 and what year was it? 2016 or 15? 15. Um, and no, 14. Anyway, oh my God. it really doesn't matter <laughs> when I joined. However, I absolutely loved it, got involved and I didn't really care about my body image. Uh, and that was actually really healthy. It was a really, really nice time in my life to just be able to judge, I guess, my body off performance. I really was able to push my body to limits that I didn't even think was possible. Uh, and I was really in a bubble. And I probably as I started to get out of the, the love of CrossFit, because um, I was really more on that competitive side, I started to really 
look more towards my body image. And what I had realised is that I had gained a ton of muscle mm. and I'd probably gained it in a way that really didn't reflect the feminine shape that I had perceived. Yeah, and I remember like conversations of when this really came to light. And you know what's funny? Actually, just as you saying that story, I'm remembering like I remember you didn't even, I guess – like notice because you were so heavily driven into your CrossFit and you're competing that you know you would then start to get comments like I know from mum that would be like oh your your arms are really muscly mum if you're listening (laughs) I love you I love you mum yeah (laughs) but what I'm saying I'm not trying to highlight sorry mum this it does sound bad but again it's you didn't see that at all be, until somebody said, oh, hey, your arms look really muscly. And then you instantly started, you know, I Feeling ch- bad. It yeah. changed how I felt. And yeah. I think that that's the biggest thing uh, when looking at your body image is it's all based on feeling. And absolutely, when I got those comments, how I dealt with them, well, when I loved, loved, loved it, it didn't bother me because in my mind I was like, well, I'm strong. I, you know, yeah. I can do this and my deadlift's that and my back squat's this and my friend time is this. Um, <laughs> so for me, it, that didn't bother me. However, you know, when I started to actually look outside of CrossFit and think about, you know, my next venture when it came to fitness, those comments really started to impact on me. And I think really where it turned was when um, – I actually had taken a change in my career and I actually had to start to wear a lot more professional uh, like workwear and really what that highlighted was that I had these big bulging arms and I was in really tailored clothing and I would literally have people come up and touch my arms <laughs> and it like, was like if you were pregnant and people come up yeah, and touch like your belly <laughs> they stroked them it was <laughs> Very I'm, odd. And, yeah. and they would say things like, oh, my gosh, I love your arms or look at your arms. And really for me, like maybe they were trying to give me a compliment, but I took it negatively um, because I was starting to become self-conscious of it. Yeah, yeah. But I think it all – body image issues, in my opinion, all start from either an outside um, opinion that – you know, gets sparked and you say, oh, you know, your arms are really big or, oh, hey, you need to like slim down a bit. And then you start to, in your own head, start to formulate all these views about yourself. Um, but I think it, it can also obviously be sparked, you know, by yourself as well. But for, for us, like it all stemmed from outside opinions. Yeah, and I think that, you know, at the end of the day, you're the one that amplifies it 10 times more than what that one comment. And I think that we can all probably relate as females that there'll be one area on our body that we're completely self-conscious about. For me in my teenage years, it started off with my gazongas, (laughs) then it moved on to my J-Lo bottom and um, (laughs) and it's now evolved into my muscular arm. So it's like, you know, the mole on your face that continues to move. What's the name of that movie? 
You know that what she's like, I have no idea what you're yeah, talking about. No idea. There's this movie where a mole is on somebody's face and it continues to move to the next spot and the next spot and the next spot. I know what you're talking about. I have no idea what the video okay, is. Okay, well, let's not go there. Um, but it, it just, my focus changed from one thing to the next to the next. Yeah. I think the most important thing to kind of talk about now is how do we actually stop that from happening? What it, What are some tips and what are some ways that we can actually... I guess calm down those thoughts because really we're in control of those in terms of how much we amplify it Um, and yeah I mean there's I'm not I haven't completely nailed this I am a work in progress Um, but I do have some simple tips that I've been using that have been getting some traction. Mia for you is there something that you you do to kind of calm those thoughts down? Um, yeah, like if I'm in particularly feeling really down about myself and I I feel that this gets heightened and even more worse when I'm on the week of my period, <laughs> um, <laughs> where I'm just it's like, oh my God, I am a whale. Like, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, when those thoughts arise and when I, they feel like they're getting really out of control, to tell you the truth, what I do is I do a workout. I go directly to the gym and I might not be flashing around in a crop top because I'm feeling like a whale, but I, you know, chuck my gym shoes on and I get to the gym and I take my frustrations out and 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 put my body to work. And not because I'm feeling like I need to, you know, to put my body to work, but more to put my mind at ease, focus on something else and put, you know, um, put some positive light into it, you know. So again... What Mia's chasing is for a feeling, okay? So she had the negative feeling of I'm, I'm not feeling good, my period's due, I'm not liking what I see. So she counteracts that with an action that, uh, you know, sparks some, some positivity in, in her Absolutely. feelings. I mean, when you work out, you feel good. You feel good about yeah. yourself instantly. So, so it, I, I just want to make it clear that you're not going to work out because you want to automatically get skinnier. No, 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 no. No, I, it is, yes. And thank you for reiter- like translating for me. Are you my translator? Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. So, but yes, um, that's exactly what I'm trying to get across. I, I do, I'm chasing that feel good hormone, the feel good effect. And that I get that when I work out. But for you, it might be going on a walk. It might be reading a book. It might be taking a bath. It might be lighting some candles and, you know, whatever. Um, But whatever that, whatever makes you feel really good about yourself, when I have those negative thoughts about my body image, I go straight to those things. And it makes me feel better. Yeah. And I I think for me, what I do to kind of, calm that voice down in my head when it's getting super negative is I kind of remind myself that I'm not here to compare my body to anybody else that my body is unique to me and that my body is special and even though sometimes I may look at my arms um, and feel self-conscious I remind myself that my arms are the shape that they are because I have put hours into the gym. I have dedicated myself to something and I've, uh, you know, put my body to the test and this has been the outcome. So one of the things that I do is when now people actually make comments about my arms, I simply say thank you. Yeah. And I don't allow 
my mind to race to, oh my gosh, they think I'm a yeah. freak. And they don't, think I'm this. Don't get us wrong. This takes like conscious effort. Absolutely. To do this. It's not just going to happen overnight, but, you know, being aware of it and then trying to stop yourself in the act of thinking those thoughts will go a long, long way. And I think the interesting thing is like when you do have more of an athletic frame, you know, like one of the things is, is that people are actually trying to congratulate you on that, but I've just taken that negatively. And it's, it's really helpful for me to go, hang on a minute, they're saying that because they're admiring my mm. dedication. Yeah. So, but it's interesting what it reflects from within because mm. you've already associated like a negative thought pattern to that comment absolutely and and I think I think the good news story here is that we all have the ability to be able to reframe what we think and so as simple as it sounds we might have a negative thought that comes in about our body or maybe about what somebody said and what we really need to do is to calm our minds down is to say you know what they're giving me a compliment I'm proud of what I've been able to do. I actually love the feeling of working out and being challenged and this and that. Why would I want to change? Yeah. Can Why? I can I ask you something? What if it was different? So you're coming into the, you know, the muscle side of things. What if somebody felt really self-conscious be- because they felt that they were overweight? And what if they started getting comments then? What kind of things should they say? So I think that's a really interesting point because... Because um, it looks different to everyone, doesn't it? Absolutely. And and I think the really confusing thing here is I was reading this article in preparation for this talk and it spoke about how uh, the obesity within children and also within adults is like the highest it's ever been. And there's this conflicting message out there that's like, love your body and accept yourself just as you are but then there's also the the real dangers around health and around your weight and around those sorts of things and so it sends this message that you know there is obese people in this world um, and that's what's actually killing a lot of our people is is weight related issues and if we actually pair back and think about it when if somebody's not happy with how they look because they're overweight it really just comes down to a choice. Are you wanting to lose weight so that you um, you know, feel better in the eye of somebody else? Or are you actually wanting to lose weight because you want your health back? Because you want to be able to run around with your kids? Or because you want better quality in your life? Really and ultimately the one piece of advice that I have is that every decision that you make has to be based on what you want not what on somebody else wants for you or not what society wants for you as well. Sure. So, um, you know, if they like, so when somebody gives you a compliment or you're seen as a compliment, but if they're looking at themselves in the mirror and they're just like, oh my God, I hate what I say. I'm fat. I'm overweight. I hate my thighs. I hate my belly. What then should we say? How do we counteract those thoughts? So one of the things that I would say if somebody came and actually was in front of me and was saying all those things, I would say something along the lines of you have a choice. You've got a choice to either continue to be in this feeling, um, which ultimately is not making you feel good about yourself, 
or you you actually have a choice to do something about it. What mm. do you actually want to do? Yeah. And I think that that also when people – I think notoriously females give their power away all the time. All the time. All the time. So I think when we slowly start to realise that we do hold the power to our own choices, that um, that in itself can be a really – um, positive feeling and liberating and feeling. liberating feeling to to know that hey okay I actually do have control over my body and I'm going to make make a change that I want to make so you know when I say when I'm feeling crappy about my body I go to the gym to work out mm. but I think that if you know um you know you can look at yourself in the mirror and go okay well what decision am I going to make that is ultimately going to give me that happy feeling. And it's making the decision today, not in five days' time, not in ten weeks' time. I think the thing that scares me the most, one of my fears, is that in ten years' time I'll be the exact same. Mm. So life to me is all about progress. Life to me is about getting to the next step all the time. And if I look at myself and not being able to see progress – for me, that's really it's, it leaves me really defeated, and ultimately, I don't believe that anyone can motivate you or or inspire you to take that health journey to lose weight. I really think that it has to be on your terms and when you're ready, because I know that when you're ready and you commit a hundred and ten percent, you will get the results. It's not easy. I'm not here saying it's easy at all, um, but you are you know what you repeatedly do and that is really what habits are so if you're wanting to go down that health lifestyle it's about what you repeatedly do every single day and so if you are wanting to start out on this journey then it's really important that you start small and go you know what I'm I'm not happy with how uh, I am right now. I'm going to do something about it, and it's just going to start with a walk. Yeah, it doesn't have to be complicated. I think we can make it so complicated that we get so scared and we do nothing. No, exactly. And then we're stuck in that negative thought pattern of, you know, um, I hate my body. I'm really self conscious of my body image. All this sort of stuff. I want to wear baggy clothes. I don't want to go out to dinner with my girlfriends because I can't have anything to wear. It all that we're going to get stuck in that thought pattern if we don't take action. And I think that's what Hannah's saying is that if we don't make that decision to go, you know what, okay, I feel really crap. How about I get up and go for a walk to to, to start counteracting those feelings and eventually get to a place where you do start to feel good about yourself. And then when those thoughts arise, because it, let's be real, they're not going to go away after no. you do your first walk. No, I mean, and they, they I don't think they ever go away. No, to do and, I, and I, I think the thing that you can do is that when those thoughts come back, you say to yourself, well, you know what, I'm proud of myself that I did this walk. Yeah. I'm proud of myself that I've gone to the gym five days out of seven. I'm proud of myself because no matter how much I hate burpees, I'm <laughs> going to do them anyway. Um, <laughs> and, and again, that's counteracting. So when we have a negative thought, we need to focus on what it is that we're grateful for, what it is that um, we're doing well. Uh, and the more that you do that, and especially if you're somebody who struggles a lot with negativity, when you start out, you feel strange. 
but the more that you do it, the easier it becomes mm. and it becomes and your way it, of thinking. Well, it becomes a habit. And then I think that's when we will start to see a positive change within our body image yeah. and how we see ourselves. And it all, st- I think, all starts from there. So, um, you know, it definitely makes it easier. Like you, you start to develop um, strategies on how to make yourself feel good at that time when you're having crappy thoughts. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think that just, you know, before we do our final send off, I think if I could just highlight a few key points for you when it comes to sort of changing uh, the way that you you feel about your body. So this is taken from um, the Butterfly Foundation uh, and it's, it's about body image tips for girls. What they say is don't compare um, how you look to somebody else. Treat your body well. Um, make sure you're feeding yourself with nutritious food, not because that's going to make you lose weight, but because it's actually what's best for your body. Um, don't try to be someone else. You're beautiful just the way you are. And learn to embrace that. If we were all the same, how boring would we be? Uh, and I think that when we see somebody that has differences, learn to celebrate those genuinely, not mm. to critique them. Um Focus on the parts of yourself that you do like. Remember that people on TV and magazines, they really don't look like that. And like Mia and I could probably go on for about 45 minutes about (laughs) what actually is behind your images on Instagram and in the magazine. We'll save that for another time. Yeah. Um, Be kind to yourself and your friends. And you are so much more than the way that you look. Oh, my God. that I think that last one is... That's the, the take-home message right there. Yeah. You are more than what you see in the mirror. You're more than that. You are so many wonderful qualities that you have within you that we all have within us. And I think that, you know, when you're feeling down and out about your body, it's important to also reflect back on those things, like Hannah said, that you're either grateful for or acknowledge the, the, the good things about yourself within yourself that you like. Yeah, and and I think the thing is is that our looks are going to fade. We're all going to get older. Our physical appearance will change no matter what. Yeah. And if our if our identity is defined purely and solely in that, then I c- we're going to be miserable. Well, absolutely. And I can vouch for that like especially, you know, obviously having a baby. You know, I looked different before I had a baby and now I look different after having a baby. We'll do another uh, episode on th- the whole pregnancy thing, but it is. If you become attached to one way of looking, you, you can't because we do always change, whether it's through pregnancy, whether it's being an elite athlete, whether it's going through menopause, whatever it is, your body will constantly be changing. So we need to learn how to focus on the good qualities that we have that are that are everlasting. So that's things like kindness and this good sense of humour and um, resilience. And even like if you take away your looks, your job, who you are as, um, you know, like a responsibility, a wife or a mum, you strip that all completely away who are you and if you're yet to discover that 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 person um hopefully in our podcast we can help you do that but really you are your intentions you are your spirit your soul your personality your your what you give back 
And I think that that's the most important takeaway is let's draw the attention back onto who you are as a person as opposed to what you look like. Mm. So I guess like with that being said, we hope that you've got something out of this podcast for our very first time. We could probably go on and talk about... Uh, this for maybe another hour but we're going to save it for our um, (laughs) for future episodes yeah however if we summarize if we summarize you're more than what you look like yeah your body image is really focused on a feeling and you have control over that feeling yeah so we can either spiral down with that and do nothing or we can actually take action and put things in place that are going to make us feel better exactly remember that one look is not the definition of beauty that there are so many different images of beauty and that you are unique in how you look and who you are and that is what should be celebrated so boom mic drop (laughs) (laughs) um i hope you've enjoyed our podcast we We do enjoy that we really do um and and, and you got something out of it yeah we really um, would love for you to leave a comment down below about some of the things that you enjoyed or give us a review. Um, we really want to share a message of positivity and light uh, and just be able to inspire as many people as we can. So that's it. That's it. Thanks for joining us, lovely ladies and maybe gents. Yep, we never know. Maybe a dog <laughs> and a cat. <laughs> okay, guys, we'll leave it there and we will join you on our next episode. All right. Okay, see you later. Bye. Bye.